Hello and welcome to episode 406 of the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Gregory. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast this week. Don't forget, if you're interested in one of my workshops, head on up to danieljgregory.com, click on the workshops and education tab, and you can get information about all of my upcoming workshops for 2023 or sign up for the newsletter. Just hit the website and drop me your email address and I'll make sure you get the newsletter, which has all sorts of information and goodies about what's happening in the studio, including workshops and tips and trips for photography. Also, if you're going to be in the Seattle area in January, I will be part of the Scene Light exhibit, which will be in the gallery at the Sam, which is down and connected to the gift shop, not actually up in the main part of the museum, but down there with the gift shop. I am part of a group show down there called Seeing the Light. So check that out if you're going to be around in January. Opening is January 7th, a Saturday from 2 to 4. So feel free to stop by if you're going to be around then. This week I want to talk about titling when it comes to your photographs. And I personally think titles are actually somewhat important. And they're in my conversations I've had with some people lately. It's been interesting to hear sort of the split on the approach to titling and the importance of titles, because I found that people either think they're really important or that they're hard to do and therefore not that important or slash my work speaks for itself. You can look at the photograph and you shouldn't need a title to help interpret it. And yes, I would agree that if you have a bad title up on a photograph, if you choose to put up a really esoteric, crazy, meaningless title that yes, the title can be unimportant and actually detract from the work, but a meaningful title a title that has a purpose, I think is important and is something to consider as you look at your photography as a way to take a really interesting step forward in your work and put an interesting lens on your work to see sort of with more intention what your work is potentially about. And so when it comes to titling, I think there's a number of different ways we can go about approach coming up with titles. And one of the most important things I think to do is to sit with the work for a little bit. There are times where I think a title might pop in our head right away, or sometimes the first title that pops up in our head isn't necessarily the best title. So I think sometimes sitting with the work and seeing what comes up, what sort of ideas pop into your head around that particular image. And at the same time, if you're thinking about a larger body of work, recognizing that each one of those titles in some ways serves as like a mini caption to the larger body of work. And so how do these titles connect together to be more informative of not just the individual images, but the larger body of work as a whole? So there's a lot of, I think, nuance and complexity that comes with creating appropriate titles. And again, it comes down to ultimately, I think, spending the time with the work to really get to the essence of what the work's about and how the titles can help be more informative. Now, I'm also a little bit odd in the sense that sometimes I will retitle a work as well. I'll have come up with a title early on, like maybe I wasn't sure what it was and I needed a title. So it was called tree number six because it was the sixth tree in the contact sheet. And later on, I put it in a body of work and it gets renamed. Now, of course, I would make sure in my notes I've identified both of those names and that acknowledge that the name had changed or the title had changed. But ideally, I think we would like to come up with a title that was representative of the image as it should always be portrayed. We've got the right title on it. But again, like I said, because of bodies of work, sometimes that might shift. But again, spending that time to come up with that title. And one of the things I have found that happens a lot of times with titles is that when they're ineffective and when they actually create more problems than they're worth, it's because we end up getting too cute with the title and we try to make it sort of a game or a gimmicky approach to the title where we 
sort of tongue-in-cheek identify what the title might be. If we're doing our job, like I said, coming up with meaningful titles, they're not going to seem cliche. They're not going to seem trite. They're not going to seem like they're sort of a game we're playing. They become, again, meaningful insights. And I think one of the most important things you can do in titling is to be as simple as possible. Sometimes an overly complex title sort of becomes a detraction. It becomes something that removes us from the photograph as we start to process the complexity of the title. Now, that doesn't mean that we want to necessarily make every title super simple. You know, untitled number one, untitled number two is a title. It's pretty much uninformative, other than we now have a second untitled photograph. But as we look at those photographs, we want to make sure that we're simple but provide some level of, of context for that. And I think we can do that in a number of different ways. We could talk about the subject. You know, it's a fern, fern and garden. It's portrait of Steve, portrait of Susan. We could have a simple title on the photograph of just whatever the subject is. We could have a title that's about the concept. So maybe it's about despair. Maybe it's about death. Maybe it's about joy. Maybe it's about a particular cause that you're involved in that title would be appropriate as well. We could do a metaphor. We could have titles that are metaphors or similes. They also provide an interesting connotation to the work because as a metaphor, they imply that the title might be metaphoric to the image or that the image might be metaphoric to the subject matter contained within the photograph. And so there's an opportunity there to play a multiple layering game by incorporating the metaphor into the title. I think we can also talk about formal and informal structures of language within the title. You know, one of the things I remember seeing years ago was a Michael Kenna study where it had Michael Kenna's tree study number 12, tree study number 13, tree study number 15. Now that title makes it seem as if we were looking at trees and studying trees. And this happened to be the 13th tree that got a study treatment. This is the 14th tree that got the study treatment. And so by using a formal language of what number is in the process, we end up with, in many ways, a deeper understanding of the work and the breadth of the work. Pepper number 30. We get all sorts of ideas about that's probably not the first pepper that was photographed. So all sorts of different ideas, different concepts, different meanings can come out of that formal and informal language. I think similar to how we think about the five whys of journalism, where we have the who, what, when, where, and why, we could use each one of those concepts as a potential opportunity to come in and look at titling the work and how would we create a title? We could talk about who's in the photograph. We could talk about what's in the photograph. We could talk about where the photograph was taken. We could talk about when the photograph was taken. We could talk about why the photograph was taken. All of those are perfectly appropriate ways of developing titles for the photographs. And the key, I think, and the reason the titling becomes important, like I said, is that the title becomes an additional language point. It becomes an additional thing that we're able to look at, understand, and interpret using what the photographer sort of thought of with the work and the image. Because I could come in and look and decide that I don't want to see a particular photograph. I don't want to look at a particular title of a photograph. And I could just look at the image as, a, as, as an object itself. But if I look at the title, maybe the title gives me some additional information to recontextualize not just my own interpretation of the photograph, but the photographer's interpretation of the photograph. And so part of what I think, again, like I said, our goal here is to increase the understanding of the 
photograph through the use of the title. Because when we get a deeper understanding of the photograph, we're able to process more information out of the photograph and gain a deeper appreciation for what we're actually talking about. Same, same way on the inverse, a bad title, you know, can end up leaving a misinterpretation of the photograph. It could end up with a less than deep relationship with the photograph. We may not even get close to the possible interpretation of the photographer. So again, it's a two-edged sword. If we get a bad title, we end up in a bad spot, but a good title can really, again, make a huge difference there. I think one of the important things that when you're working on your titles is to sort of come up with a, a method that allows you to develop similar titles, similar concepts of titling as a process so that what you're doing with titling is rather consistent. Not that the titles themselves need to be consistent or that you can't vary up the, the information contained within the titles. Maybe you have a formal title structure for one project and you have a conceptual title for a different project. But as we work through those titles, we want to make sure that there's a consistency there to how are we using the titles? What is, again, that purpose to be informative to the audience and the viewer of the photograph so that they're not stuck attempting to understand, well, what's the purpose of the title in this photograph and how is it different in this photograph? We want to make sure that there's consistency there so that it doesn't get confusing Again, as we're looking at bodies of work or multiple images across there. I think one of the other things that's really important when we're looking at titling and considering titling is, again, to recognize that oftentimes the first title we select is not necessarily the appropriate one. And this is where a lot of wordplay, a lot of uh, journaling, a lot of exercises to write down as many titles for a photograph as you can think of to start to see really what is the title that resonates? What is the title that lands when you look at the photograph as the creator, and what do you think is going to, again, be informative to the viewer rather than, again, that distraction. But it comes from multiple revisions of that title. I think it's really easy sometimes to sit there and after a minute or two just kind of default to what seems to be the easiest answer. And again, easy and simple are not the same thing. A good, simple title may be very complex in its relationship to the subject matter of the photograph. It's not just the first thing we thought of. And so by making sure that we are giving ourselves the appropriate amount of time to process and understand, I think we end up with a much better photograph. I also think it's really important that we actually write down and note the titles of those photographs, whether it's on the actual photograph print itself, it's in our notes, it's contained in the metadata inside of Lightroom or whatever you're using to track all your photographic information. Knowing what those titles are, and as a creator sometimes, why that title came up. What was it about that title that was informative to you as the creator of the photograph and you as the creator of the title? I think you end up in a much more interesting awareness of how you're approaching your photography when you start to think about how are you approaching your titles? Because maybe there's a goal you have that's sort of subconsciously coming out in the way you title the work that makes the photography stronger once you have that awareness. And at the same time, maybe you're stuck with a little bit of work. You're not sure what direction to take the work or how the work's evolving. Sometimes titling can give you that extra little push to get you over the hump to recognize really what that work's about. So no matter how you're approaching your titling, if you're not, which is an approach, I guess, to not title, I would encourage you to start to title your photographs. And if you are titling your photographs, are you being, you know, 
process driven? Are you being uh, systematic in your approach to how you're coming up with your titles or is it more haphazard? Trying to get a sense of how are these titles useful, not just for the photographs, not just for the viewer of the photographs, but for you creating photographs and understanding your own work. How are those titles coming together? Consider all of those things as you start to look at ways and how titles can impact those of us who look at photographs, even if it's just on our own in front of the computer. It's the holiday season and whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate, I hope you're having a wonderful sort of end to 2022 as we get ready for 2023. But however you celebrate the holidays, I hope you are having a good season. Remember to enjoy whatever you're doing with your camera or not doing with your camera. No matter what you're doing, creativity will always be there. Even if you haven't done anything in a while, it will always be there for you and return back to it. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next time.